following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. And now, your starting lineup for Dirty Mo Doe. Up first from the great state of Ohio, he's the degenerate of the group who bets on anything he watches, the Chopper. Next, he's from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, the man who does the real work crunching the numbers, the Professor. And last, hailing all the way from Maine, the crew chief of this misfit bunch, Steve Latar. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Talladega on tap. But we have to go back to Texas. Do we have to? We do, we do. I'm back in the studio. The professor in his home studio with a Dirty Mo Doe shirt. Right. Not for sure what? where that came That's from. Right. Come on. Dude, Dirty Mo Doe shirt? Yeah. Where's yours? You are special. Hey, let, well, yeah. I'm going to tell you if it's on comps, then he's going to get a free one this week because he didn't win a damn thing. Shoot. Let's talk about the grace. What happened? Where did it go bad? Well, it it didn't go bad until it did. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, let's, let's focus on the did. Let's focus on the did part. Well, that's our buddy Larson. <laughs> oh. He, he uh, lawn chaired his way right into the freaking award this week. <laughs> he took out himself, which I had him top three, top five, then puts a, a uh, caution in place that our man DH decides to, <laughs> not him. So wait, let me get Gabe this Hart decides so he the, needs to. The first lawn chair yeah. got set up, and he drugged the second lawn chair. <laughs> they, with him. they were a package deal. <laughs> Yeah, let's pit. Yeah, that's a good idea. Fifteen guys stay out. No kidding. Yeah, you got six laps left. Those two right sides will really get you there. All right. So to relive Chop's bet, he had Hamlin and Larson both to win, both top three, both top five. And to Chop's defense, they were without a doubt the two fastest cars in Texas. Now Larson, I kept watching because there had to be a shortcut. He was so fast. I don't know if he was using pit road, if he was swerving down on the bet, like not running one and two. I mean, he was so fast. I figured it had to be a shortcut. Five, six seconds out. He getting it was clean air. He was gone. So we had that right. It just. So what did the day end up being overall? Minus 20 something. For the year? 150 plus. All right. All right. So it's we struck right. out we, on we winners. We 120 the week Groups. before, lost 20. Ooh, you won a group. <laughs> yeah, I didn't use the predictor, though. <laughs> That was my own choice. Hamlin got back to the top five? He finished fifth. Man, if he knew you were on that, he would have just parked it in sixth, I think. Man, I'll tell you. All right, all that right. That was well, listen, watch. You know, when you know, and you got Rick Allen on that freaking oh, call. I'll tell, you. Uh, I'll tell you right now, Hendrick Motorsports going for 300 wins. <laughs> oh, man. Even I text Mr. Hendrick. I said, hey, congratulations. And he said, good thing we had a second bullet. <laughs> what I wanted him to say was, good thing we had a second bullet because Rick, Rick Allen does. But he didn't say that. I wish he would have. I love it that uh, DH used uh, the Rick Allen reference on his podcast this week. Oh, it's gaining traction. Yeah. It's I mean, old, traction, old Jared is... tried to Rick Allen him, and he said, don't, no, 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 don't be Rick Allen and me. <laughs> I love it. We got to get that on NBC. That way it becomes a national Oh, well, listen, phenomenon. every race from here to the end is on NBC. Sunday, if you listen to this pod, this is the greatest sports day on NBC, in my opinion, in the history of sports. You can wake up at the Ryder Cup. When the last putt drops, you move to Talladega, still on NBC. And when the last laps run, we go right to Sunday Night Football. That's a so good it day. is a degenerate gambler's don't even have to change the station. Just park it on the peacock, and you are done wow. all day long. Well, listen, we got to move hold on. on hold on. There's a group bet oh, that if Chop would have listened to the professor, he would have won. And there's a group bet that we had a Correct. bet on that we need to bring up. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. The pickleball drink is me. Um, 
LaJoy blew a right rear tire is the only reason he got beat no, because no. he was going to beat the other three. Haley finished 13th. This was about being last. And he wasn't going to be last unless he blew a right rear tire. This wasn't going to be who's the best professor. Come down off your soapbox. Climb down here with the well, comments. Well, the, he was ripping on the group tool. The group tool had Haley as the best. I took him, and he won. Fair. I got no defense. Okay, one out of nine. Well, well done. Well done. What was the other group bet? Are you sponsored by DraftKings too? <laughs> oh, well, I I owe Russ a six-pack because I had Gibbs versus Harvick. So what I'm going to do is after we beat you guys in pickleball, I will have six nice refreshments for Professor to right. enjoy. We've got to get this pickleball set up because I'm tired of listening to this. All right, we're going to set it up. I'm going to find a date when we leave here. It's going to be on the calendar. But now, listen, I'm not. we're going to have to bring out the equipment and the mics and all the stuff because well, this is – You know what? We could probably do it in the shop. We probably could mark out a thing in, inside the shop if there's room down oh, there. No, 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 no. We don't want to do it in here. This floor down here is like glass. Oh, all right. I don't know why we just don't go over to Actions Detrimental. Oh, yeah. that's what we're going to do. Actions yeah. Detrimental is at the, at the palace. Oh, yeah. There you go. It's not the Lakeside Palace. Let's go over to the Lakeside Palace and we'll play in the gym. That's Chop's home court. Oh. He knows where it goes, Oh, boy. I got all the angles. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, maybe the line will be in Vegas. Who knows? But guys, in Vegas, Dirty, Mo Live, Dale Jr. and friends are heading to Las Vegas. Dale, Mike, and the guys from Door Bumper Clear are headed to the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino on Friday, October 13th. This is going to be Dale Jr. like you've never seen or heard before. And if you aren't there, you won't be able to see it. This show won't be posted after, so it's not going to be a podcast. If you want to hear it, you've got to be there in person. To get your tickets, visit DirtyMoMedia.com forward slash live. The VVIP packages are almost sold out, so don't wait. And you said there's still a little GA, still a little general admission? Yep, general admission tickets still available for people to buy. Chop's in Vegas, too. Now, I don't think he's going to make a stop by because he's on a birthday trip for his daughter, but Chop's going to be in Vegas. Buffer set me up with the penthouse. All right, let's move along. Talladega, Super Speedway Racing. Uh, Come on, man. You sent a predictor like we're going to predict what happens. Let's start with qualifying on Saturday because Fords whipped everybody in Atlanta, a drafting track, by the way, then whipped everybody at Daytona. Can we assume that the Fords are going to whip everybody at Talladega again? Because there's been a little rule adjustment now, so I don't know what's going to change. What's the predict? What's the odds? We got Kez the favorite, nine to one. Is that right? Qualifying? Yes. So give me some qualify. Give me top five Atlanta and Daytona there. Uh, dirty Moto shirt. When is the last time you saw? I mean, you, you, that's a total reversal of every week that when you look I know, at the odds. They're feeling Brad Case coming. I don't think that's a bad In fact, I was either. on my way in here today. I was going to say that was my man. And his week. is a predictor. So my point is, oh, I feel predi- like oh, oh, the predictor oh. has Brad Case. Oh, so I think boy. that I think our, our own insider is, is moonlighting for the, for the opposites. Gotcha. All right. Go ahead, Darth Vader. Talk about qualifying. So for qualifying at, at Daytona, it was Briscoe, Almarola, Burton, all in Fords. Then Bubba. SHR, though, one, two. Whoa, SHR, one, two. Yep. Okay. What was it at Atlanta? Then at Atlanta. I say that because there's no SHRs. I'm looking for the SHRs and qualifying. I'm looking for them. Briscoe, 12 to 1. It was Almirola, Blaney, Briscoe, Logano. All right. Where's Almirola on the qualifying? Harvick. He's 11. 11 to 1. You see him? I don't see him. 11 to 1. Burton. Keep scrolling. 75 to 1 for the pole? 
No, that's to win, probably. No, it's the poll. first column is poll. Ooh, 75 to 1 for the poll? <clears throat> All right, give them to me again. Briscoe, Almirola, Burton. Yeah. Who makes other top four on both places? Um, Blaney? Not Blaney. But uh, I, I would stay with your Briscoe Almirola. Yeah, you got to take Burton at 75 to 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's find the other Fords real quick. Um, Kez, 9 to 1. Logano, 11 to 1. Blaney, 10 to 1. Busher, 12 to 1. But you're thinking it's SHR and Penske? Those are the two Fords that are the top. That's what they've been. I don't know what the rule change is going to be. The last two, that's where they've been. What about McDowell? Uh, 33 1. McDowell hasn't, he hasn't actually been as fast qualifying as you would think. Okay. He stunk at Daytona. I don't, they had a mechanical issue or something. He was like 30 something. Burton has moved down to, uh, plus 5,000. Still 50 to 1. Now, the only thing you can say about Chomp. McDowell. Chomp just got his phone out. I think Chop literally, as we were he's like, I can't have this move anymore. I like that. I think it's a four day qualifying. And listen, Let's just be honest. If you're gonna throw, we we we've seen you blow four units in way worse places. So you got to throw you a unit on. What, what what should we do? Briscoe, Almirola, Burton. Give me two more. What else you got? Talk. Give me your top five favorites for the poll. I think Keslowski's got to be in there too. Nine to one. You're still making money if you put five. You know, yeah. one unit on each. K. Yeah. What else? You got one more. And Blaney. I I don't think Blaney. Didn't you say Blaney was up there both yeah. times? There you go. There's your five bets. So take Blaney and Kozla- out of the pen. Kozlowski's actually now plus nine fifty. Whoop whoop whoop. Here we go. Oh boy. Why did our internet go down? Because Chop is using all the bandwidth on his app right now. <laughs> all right, so there you go. Qualifying. If you're an early listener, Saturday morning, get him in. Ford go Ford heavy. Um, Briscoe Almirola, I think of the no-brainers. They've kind of keep swapping the front row. The Kez and Blaney, I think, are your safer picks. Probably bigger teams in the playoffs. But don't sleep on Burton. They're looking for a highlight. So here's the real truth, right? New crew chief on the 21 car. When I switch to Dale, I look at Speedway qualifying as a chance to kind of build momentum. You know, put a little extra effort, qualify well. You need a little rah-rah for the team. Sitting on a pole would be a big rah-rah moment. Is there much difference in the car setup between qualifying and racing with the super speedways um so there's a little bit but you can move a lot in the in the approved adjustments so when you talk about okay what would change you can't change the spring rate but you can run much lower i will say this i think the bigger change would be atlanta next would be daytona and where it changes the least is talladega talladega with its handling and the size of the track you can run closer to a qualifying setup um who sat on pole at talladega in the spring while he's looking what time is uh, qualifying on Saturday, Steve? Um, I even know this answer. Qualifying is at 3.30, uh, 3.30 local, 4.30 East Coast. Right, Professor? Correct. So if you're listening, 4.30 on Saturday, East Coast time. Who was on the poll in the spring? Denny. Day? So here's what's happened. is, is And I don't, I, I'm telling you, what, I don't know what Ford found under the hood, and I'm going to make it under the hood. Because they're all haul ass and qualifying now. From Talladega in the spring to Atlanta, it was a big step. Like Fords all of a sudden showed up. So we could be wrong. We're listening. It's gambling. Like we're, 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 we're not guessing. We're using information. But I don't think that they've closed in on Ford since Daytona. So I still like Ford for qualifying. Now let's talk to race. Brad K. Let's go to the predictor. Straight to the predictor. Although I almost just threw it away. But 
And not because the predictor's bad, but because predicting Talladega is almost like playing roulette. But I think there's a science to roulette, so let's go ahead. Well, there's a science to this, too. So... A little sense. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, anything that you... Oh, I'm telling you. You lob anything at you. that predictor, he just... Oh, poof. yeah. Yeah, he's got three kids. Two My spectacular young men and a predictor at uh. <laughs> <laughs> You sure you got him in the right order? Oh, oh no. Trust me. <laughs> I don't have it in what I think is real because... <laughs> Because his two baller sons, I think, are podcast listeners, so I'm just going to let it be. But okay. And when you want to talk about baller sons, we have a CEO and we have a degenerate, and I love it. I, I mean, it, it is. It couldn't be more. His man, Graham, is more organized than you and me combined. Wow. And his man, Lucas, is more wild than you and me combined. He's Mikey? Oh, I'm telling you, this is spectacular. I mean, it, it is. It is. And and I'm gonna tell you, and Mrs. Professor, she likes to run a tight ship. And my man Lucas is like, oh, I'm gonna color just outside the lines out of yes. principle. Just yes. out of principle, I'm gonna test. I'm gonna see who has a bigger test of wills today, you or yeah. me. And he's got a smile with a dimple that she can't. She can't even. Oh, it's oh, great. Oh, it's, oh, it's oh, great. Boy, it's gonna be trouble. I keep telling him, I'll take the boys for the weekend, and he's like, no, we can't have that. We can't have that. <laughs> he's got enough influences. Lucas he don't will need come you back and be like, Dad, Dad, look at the app that Mister Steve signed me up for. <laughs> oh yeah, buddy. Just press this button. Your dad's credit card's connected. Uh, I got a bonus two hundred dollars, Dad. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Five yeah. bucks. That's yeah, all it costs. Bet five bucks. I got two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly. <laughs> <laughs> Experience the thrill of the racetrack like you're in the driver's seats with DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet on your favorite racers and feel the rush of every overtake, pit stop, and victory like never before. Right now, new customers can turn five bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Bet five on anything to score big, no matter what goes down on the track. Make sure to check out our DraftKings five bets to watch each week, and then head to DraftKings Sportsbook app to check out the props, parlays, and more before placing your bets. The racing action doesn't stop till the checkered flag drops. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and join with code DOUGH, D-O-U-G-H. New customers can bet $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. That's code DOE, only on DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. For state-specific disclaimers, check the show notes. 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash autoracing for eligibility. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Go ahead, predictor. Keselowski, uh, solid, solid top top guy. And then we got Denny Hamlin, William Byron, Chase Elliott, Chris Busher. This is the Denny Hamlin. I like those. How does uh, Elliott hasn't been in the top tier in a while? What's make bringing him up? There? Well, he, he's he won this race last year. He's got two Talladega wins. He's pretty consistent on super speedways, and he was fourth at, at in our last um, super speedway race at Daytona. And let me throw this in here, and we're not going to talk about this on television, but for the degenerate gambler who listens, which I appreciate you subscribing, um, the nine car is in the owner's championship. So I'm going to go down this dark road one time here on a podcast. You're never going to hear it on NBC. But the nine car, while Chase Elliott is not in the playoffs, and we're going to talk about the driver champion. And the driver champion is going to be celebrated. Guess where the money's paid? Owners. The owner championship. So 
they're normally one and the same because rarely do we have injuries in the cup level and drivers out, yada, yada, yada. The nine car, because the points gained when Chase was out, qualified the nine on points for the owner championship. So while we have kind of, you know, we understand where Chase is at. You're Mr. Fade Chase, and I'm not disagreeing. I will say that when, when we hear the nine talk about it in the media and some on social media, the owner's championship is on the mind of the nine team. So not to digress, yeah, but like, right. like they're not There's just, oh, hell, the season's over. This is my right. point. The nine right. feels they are absolutely racing for something. And Steve, correct me if I'm wrong, this is over like a three-year average too, right? So like he won in 20, so if he can finish well, like the, he, that keeps that average up there higher for the payout. So what happens is, yeah, so what he's talking about is the way the charters earn money is there's like a three-year average on the charter. So the higher the nine gets in points, it will pay more not only this year in the points fund, but then the charter will be more valuable moving forward. So it's, it's a substantial amount of money over a three-year period. Um, mm-hmm. And look, if you're Allen and Chase, you miss the playoffs, it's a kick in the shorts. But, you know, how do you make it better? Oh, I don't know. Make your owner rich. You know, win a little money for the boss, man, is a pretty good way to say, hey, sorry, boss. Let's be honest. So, and if I'm Allen, you can't control Chase was hurt. I'm not saying he's upset with Chase, but you're like, we, I'm telling my guys, we are still in this. You know, we're not blaming Chase. He broke his leg, and the man didn't mean to break his leg, right? But so let's does prove it, that does, we deserve. Does that, does that owners, does that have the same dropout from 16 to 12? Correct. So it goes same. in the same format. So, Who's not in it currently, professor, that has advanced? Um, I believe it's the 23. So Bubba Wallace, who's in the driver's, driver's championship, the, oh. Denny and 2311 only have Reddick in the owners. Remember last year when they split yes. the points yeah, and all yeah, that? Yeah. So Bubba technically, is it still Bubba? So now, wait, after, does it get the cutoff like 12, like the drivers though? Same thing. Well, then Bubba was never in the 16 to begin with. Yeah. No, he was. No, uh, who didn't make it to begin with? Was it Bubba? Bubba didn't make the 16. Yeah. So Bubba... Bubba, as a driver, was in. Danny Hamlin in the 2311 was never in the playoffs as an owner. He's only in for the 45. Okay. So since Bubba advanced as a driver, that's great. Yeah. But Chase as an owner advanced. All right. So, so the top so 12 right now are take the 11 drivers that are in, take Bubba out as an owner, and put Chase in as an so owner. So where does Chase currently sit in the Well, he ran pretty good last week. Where's Chase in the owner standings? He's got to be probably He's not, he's, he's ninth. He's points. ninth I'm seeing here. Yeah, he's ninth. Uh, they use the same out. playoff yeah. points for that? Yeah. He's what? Ninth, ninth, two points out. Well, there you go. So he has a lot to race for at Talladega. So, yeah. I mean, I know, I know this is a dark hole, but this is truth. Like, when we talk about why people are doing what they're doing, millions and millions of dollars are at stake for where this nine car is going to finish in the points. Yeah, now, remember, uh, he... So he only has one playoff point, so that's why he's so far down. That's why he starts behind, yeah. right? Right. And, and like his worst finish in the playoffs is eleventh. So he's having a good playoff now. So this is the thing; it's really been this way since injury. I know he hasn't won, but he's having a pretty consistent run. Like he's not running bad. He's just, I think we and his fan base expect him to win. Right. All right. So there's your top five. I like that. I like that. I have a major issue with the driver in the second tier, but go ahead. All right. So then we got Bell, Blaney, Harvick, Chastain, Eric Jones. Here you go. Truex, Bubba, Larson. So Truex, who you thought I was going to complain about, isn't even my complaint. I have a complaint, too. Kyle Larson is not a Speedway finisher. Love the guy. Great guy. First, first of all, let me tell you this. For a guy that won a championship, 
down to earth as they come. Like, just a great guy. But my man is not a super speed. He's great. He's fast. He's got all kinds of talent. I can't tell you why. All I can tell you is that 99% of his ends with a care center interview. He seems to find every wreck that there is. That's what I'm Whether saying. he's... Whether he started it, it in it, he, I, I mean, listen, if a meteor came out of the sky at Talladega and hit one car, it's going to hit the five car. He's 13th. It's not like I have him, like, finishing sixth. Okay. So what about... I will take three tier three drivers to finish in front of Kyle Larson. You could pick the three. You might could almost take them all because if he's no, not going to finish, I've been there. Uh-uh, I'm not doing that. Not doing that. <laughs> no. no wheel bent. No. Nope. Nope. You want Kyle Larson? I'll take the whole tier three against Kyle Larson. No. And watch, he's going to win this week, and then this is what's going to happen. Nope. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. That's I'm what scared money. Scared money don't ever nope. win. How about Harvick in the t- tier two? All right. What about Harvick tier two? Let's hear some speedway numbers for Harvick. I'm looking at his one. By the way, and- Truex is O for like seven thousand sixty three at speedways, but who's counting? Uh, I don't. I don't really want to talk about Harvick. My guy. He's, he's won there before. Wait, 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 wait. What, are you scared of Harvick because he's going to be in the booth next year, next year? You're going to start being – you think you're going to try to get in his good graces over the next six <laughs> weeks? That's what I think I just heard. He's prepping. Harvick and I have a good relationship. No, Kevin, it wasn't me. I thought you were going to win every week. <laughs> that It was that fat guy, Chopper, that said you stunk <laughs> and you were ready for the booth. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was ninth at Daytona, right? He's He has several – how do you do an ARCA? What's his ARCA record? Ninth at Daytona. I mean, I what did. the hell are we counting well, on here? Well, yeah, but he, that's where I have him finishing. It's not like I have him, you know, out of the, you know, in the top five or top tier. He's a bottom half top two, top two tier driver. Okay, start again and use all your words. Connect them. We need them to make sense from one to the next word to do the you next. Have, in your little uh, magic machine there, do you have an average finish speedway? Ooh. Yeah. Can you pull that for who? by? Ooh, look! Now that would be impressive. For who? For Harvick in, in next gen. Okay, hold average. on. Average. Oh, that's a good thing. So next gen. So we're talking um, six races year one, five races. We have eleven races in, right, Professor? Yes. Kevin Harvick's next gen speedway average in eleven races is twenty one points. Do I include Atlanta? Yes. That's a drafting track. I say 21.6 for Harvick. All right. Stand by. So the, so the, top, new- the best person is 11 or is 10, 10, 5. Okay, hold on. The All best right. person at the 11 drafting tracks is 10.5. Blaney. Blaney. Correct. Uh-huh. Okay. Where do you think Harvick is? 21.6. Oh, look, at it's the drop of the head says it all. The 20.6. Ah, <laughs> ah, boy, I'm going to tell you, it's like I watch this shit every week. It's unreal. <laughs> well, let's go. have the averages. All right, oh, so, Blaney. so Blaney's the best. Then Chase Elliott's the next best. Kyle Busch. Whoa, whoa, that answers Chop's question. So yeah. up front, now he runs good yeah. at Atlanta, yeah. which is a drafting track, although Dale Jr. hates us for it. But he runs good at Talladega, too. Okay, go I'd say his weakest is probably Daytona, to be honest. Yep. Go ahead. Then Kyle Busch, who won there in the spring. Come then on. my sleeper, Eric Jones. He's been 
Wow. Love that. And I'm going to tell you, that 43 has been – I know he wrecked this week, but they have been on fire improvement. The last yeah, top weeks. 10 in the last four races at Talladega. Okay. Then you go Swar- or Keselowski, Suarez, then Bowman. Well, I would think Bubba would be up there. Yeah, but here's the problem. He runs good, but he wrecked at Talladega oh, the last lap. Like, yeah. So I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Bubba, if you went off so you're, that's fin- that's finished fin- position, right? Correct. So that's not running average, right, right? If you go, if you go off like, if you go off like potential, Bubba's pretty high, but yeah, he's had a couple issues. I got a question. Truex, Vegas, and the predictor are are far off. Why is that? Because, because what the professor will tell you is that he has him running eleventh, but he cannot get him to first. He's o for seventy five or whatever it is. What's the number? Who? Truex. Yeah, fan club. He is 0 for 78 on this type of racing. So that's your answer, Trav. So because I don't think the professor's wrong. Truex doesn't run bad. He finishes pretty good at times. He just has never won one. He is one cell phone distance away from winning the Daytona 500. But Danny Hamlin ended up winning it by literally, I don't know, six inches, a foot, not much. Two one-hundredths of a second. Two one-hundredths of a second. There you go. All right. Well, let's keep going then. You had that little Jones thing. Tier three, Amarola, Bowman, Suarez, Reddick, Bush, Logano, Briscoe, Gibbs, Stenhouse, the 500 winner. We don't even have to ask Chop. He's betting him. Uh, 20, 20 to one. Uh, McDowell, Cindric, LaJoy. Okay, so I want to talk about this. One, two, three, four. Tier four drivers. And I want to talk about it because there's some names we see that, in my mind, they come up a lot at Speedway Racing. But, but let's just talk through it for our fans. And this isn't even just to win. Let's talk about even the daily fantasy guys. So let's talk about some value picks, right? You have McDowell 23rd. He won a 500 in his career. In my mind, I see him a lot at the front of the speedways. Let's talk about McDowell's speedway prowess. Why 23rd? Because um, he, he's got other bad finishes to go with it. And then it, it you know what it, it still incorporates recent performance as well. So like across all tracks? Yeah. Performance at other all tracks. And then, you know, we go pit crew is included in there. Um, last 10 performances in there. So, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into it. Well, the reason I say this is because when I look at tor- top tier four drivers, hey, hey, uh, Trav, let's pull the odds for top tens for these guys, okay? McDowell, Sindrick, LaJoy, Dillon, Austin Dillon, Gilliland, Haley, Dinger, and Priest. That whole group of drivers, this is why I say other than Priest, because if there's a spectacular wreck, Priest is in it. So I would take him out of this. The poor guy is he's he's I'm not even gonna joke about it because he hit Larson wide ass open at Talladega, then went for that horrific flip at Daytona. Like the guy is a baller and he's tough and he's gonna strap in again. So we'll take him out because I think he's snake bit. But like McDowell, Sindrick, LaJoy, Austin Dillon, Gillen, Haley, and Dinger are all drivers that I'm not saying are gonna win. I'm not going on that limb. But they could like I wouldn't shock me after if one the, or two of these after guys the end big, up in the top ten. After the big one. Right, right. They like like slide right like, in there. So so Professor, how else can we look at these drivers? I know your predictor takes all that into account, right? You're because you're weighting them. But let's talk either career top tens and let's look at just Talladega. 
Let's look at McDowell, Cindric, LaJoy. Let's start talking career top tens because I just feel like maybe there's some options here. Okay, so and if you're a fantasy player, these guys are probably inexpensive, right, Professor? Yes, yes. Um, now, now they'll go up. This will be their highest value at this track. So, um, but like McDowell has four top tens and twenty-five starts at Talladega. Okay, four for twenty-five. What about Cindric? Cindric is. Are you telling me the best way to one do one for three? Okay. Ninth in this race last year. LaJoy? Now, see, so this is this would be his type of racing. He's got, he's he's two. Hold on. He's one for eleven at Talladega. Daytona is his place. All right. Well, there you go. Now that's a guy I would eliminate. One for in Atlanta. Going to get there. In Atlanta. In Atlanta. Great point. Great point. Um, how about Dylan? Plus one twenty-five. So Austin Dillon has five top tens in twenty starts at Talladega. Okay, so that's twenty-five percent. So I'm just saying, you know, of the guys we've listed in a, in a daily fantasy value, you would take Dillon over Lejoy, Cindric, or McDowell so far. But would you take twenty-five percent for plus one twenty-five? That's a chopper question. Negative. There you go. Negative. How nope. about Todd Gilliland or Haley? Smaller sample sets, but let's see. Because Haley's two to one. I like that kid too. He's a nice kid. So he is. I got a text message too. He saw a social media pick and he's like, "Man, you didn't pick me in the group. I only got to beat three other guys." Yeah. <laughs> I picked him. I picked him. Oh, I know. Um, oh, he is over seven at Talladega. Really? So Daytona. How about, okay. Now here's one I would think about. Yeah, let's hear. How about our man Hosevar? Oh, I love Josevar. I saw him the other day. I saw him at the Hall of Fame for the eNASCAR event. I've never seen a kid just smile so much, so happy. He's like, man, it's so great. It's so, I'm having so much fun. I would take Josevar just because he's a nice kid, big smile, plus 160. Why not? They've been running decent. They have been running good. And he, he's in the truck playoffs still, right? Yep. That'll be the last truck reference on this podcast. <laughs> um, I like. Listen, I like Josevar. Chandler Smith. I'd like to think he can get there, but this college entry last time couldn't even get off pit road at Daytona without a mechanical injury, so I can't do that. DJ, no. How about Riley Herbst in the 36? I just... He was up front at Daytona, right? He was running like in the top five. Now, listen. Whose equipment is that? Uh, that is a front row car, Ford. So that's McDowell's equipment. Okay. So he, this is awful to say, and I love Riley, but I, I'll say it here. Sundays aren't Saturdays, and he was up there, brrr, like in fourth and fifth, and he was, man, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. We saw one to go at the stage. Phew, they split him. <laughs> he went to like 22nd, and I'm like, and welcome to Sunday, right? Like, and, and, and he'd be the first to tell you. He's like, man, I'm telling you, like the heat got turned up, and I just didn't make the right decisions, which is why he's in the race, to figure yeah. it out. But, but right, I mean, right, Professor, like it was obvious. Yeah. Like they were cruising in line, and when the pay window opened, it was like piranhas, and he didn't get one little nibble, man. They spit <laughs> him out of line so quick. I like Josevar. That's a fun bet, just because he's a nice kid. All right, how do you bet the week? Let's talk about this. You got slaughtered at Daytona in yeah. the spring, and then at Daytona in the fall, we talked about not betting very much. Then you put a ticket through here that looked like a drunken sailor. It had 67,000 bets on it. That was a winner, though. I know it was a winner, but I just want to know what strategy you're going to use. <laughs> that one. That one. <laughs> 
So let's be honest. Okay, listeners, I'm just going to tell you how this going to be. This isn't a mathematical strategy. You know what this is? This strategy will be purely based on how a Saturday football goes. <laughs> That's the truth. I don't care what anyone else says. If he gets and, – and it goes either way. If Saturday's a non-action, he might just nibble in. If he gets killed on Saturday, he's tripling down on Sunday. And if he kills him on Saturday, he's quadrupling down on Sunday. Is that pretty fair? That's a good assessment. Yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> this is how when you know the chop. See, this is a favorite time of year. You get a little bit of oh, everything. Oh, I'm telling you. Where is the Mac action? As soon as that Wednesday Mac Twitch. As soon as that Wednesday Mac starts, we're oh, all Will we see any uh, Ryder Cup bets fired off, uh, Steve? Have we got any ready to go? You're already behind. Will we see them? They're already in, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I have four ball and foursome first day bets. I have an overall winner on the USA to retain the cup, and I have what an overall on winner that? on the USA without tie. What was that? The odds on the uh, uh, the, the one US? that includes a tie was like minus 106. Um, because that way a tie you lose because it's a three-option yeah. bet. Yeah. The one that says, so that's who wins, then you have Europe, retain. USA, or tie. Then the other bet is is who retain, who wins the cup, which if they tie, USA has the cup. So those are longer odds. So I have minus 106 in the three-way bet and minus 126 in the two-way bet. That's about as close as it's been in a while. Oh, it? and I went, well, we haven't won on, a, on European in, soil in 30 years. Well, that would do it. And I went on RyderCup.com. I got me a long sleeve hoodie for this weekend. Got me a new club head cover. I'm going to be sporting the gear. Cannot wait. <laughs> One thirty. Set the alarm. One thirty on USA. That's right. One thirty a.m. I'll be up. Nope. What do you mean you're going to be up? Why? You'll be up at 2, 3. Well, that's true, yeah. You don't sleep, Job. Not much. The yep. player that I like is Brooks Kepka is just meant for these kinds of majors and Ryder Cup. So what? Well, hold on. Let's just well, let's digress for a minute. What do you like? I'm looking at it right now. Uh, total points over one and a half at minus one twenty five. I feel like he could get that. I don't know about the uh, minus one twenty five. That's so. How many matches? Hold on now. One and a half. How many matches is he going to be? He's not going to play all three five. at three probably. Four. Three or four. Well, he's definitely in the singles is one. I think he's going to play four. Yeah. He'll sit out at one loop. Yeah, and who's his partner typically? Well, that's they haven't released question. those yet, have they? I think Brooks. I like that bet actually because I think Brooks, the live guy, he, you know, I will say the U.S. team at least on social media they're playing nice together. Live guys, PGA guy. Like I actually think that the business of golf pissed all these players off. Like they just want to play golf. I love it. Live tour. Yes, I gotta have some live tour. Let's get back to that at the end. Come on, Professor, give me some bets. So you're, you, so what did you do at Daytona? Won you all the money? Head to head. Head to head. Well, then let's jump right into it. We're not talking top tens, top threes, top fives. We're not even talking wins. I know everybody listening likes to bet wins. There'll be uh, a few wins. Yeah, bets. go off the predictor. You're gonna have Brad because you love him. You're definitely gonna be on Stenhouse because you missed him once. You won't miss him again. Yep. You gotta yep. have Denny because if not, then we can't go play pickleball at the Palace. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> how am I doing so far? The pickleball palace on the lake. <laughs> the pickleball palace <laughs> on the lake. Uh, you know, I like Eric Jones this week. Thirty sure. to one. I think I think that's a home run pick. Man, I think that's, that's a home run pick. Uh, you know, and, and, and look at Bell. The predictors so, got Bell at fifth or sixth, and they've got him down at twenty to one. Why is that? Well, they're going to have to change tires, which is a big problem for the 20 team. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I mean, they have had. What's, what's, Bell's, about what's that, Bell's history of these super speedways? It's mixed. 
It's mixed for everyone, though. I have a question for you, Chop. Jones is 25 to 1, but he's 10 to 1 for a top three. What's the number you need to see for a top three when you go to a speedway? It can change at the line. Like, what's the ratio? My point is, is it like 25%, 50%? Because when I look up here, it looks like 30, between 20 and 30% is what the odds are going to be for a top three. Mm-hmm. Top five are like 12.5% of the win money. You know, I traditionally have stayed away from the top three, top fives. And it worked so but, well this weekend. Well, it was. It was. You were going to super cash. Yeah, because when you had, to me, those two cars from the get-go well, were the, even recovered for fifth. Yeah, I mean, those two cars were the fifth. I mean, there would, there, some, something had to happen were for them to not to hair, be in the top three or top five. I felt like you were. <laughs> no. Oh, God. So, so that's my question. So Any top I, three actions? I don't, I, no, I think okay. I would go for the bigger, longer odds because I think it's a crapshoot. All right, let's jump right into them. Get your head-to-head tool out, Professor. We want only next-gen. We're going to include Atlanta because it's a drafting track. So, you yeah. ready? Logano and Keslowski. Keslowski. the favorite. Kez. I love it. I love Kez, even in that bet. Byron or Hamlin? I'm going to tell you, the numbers are going to say Hamlin, but Byron is a hot-handed machine. Lately. The numbers say Byron. All right, there wow. you go. And Byron's the dog. I don't hate that bet because I'll tell you why. I think Hamlin... You know, he's got to just get a few points and get out of there. So I kind of like Byron in that. Byron can go for the win. Yeah, that's what I mean. So Hamlin, I think, you know, if he's running eight. So look, let me be clear. If he's in the front five or six cars, he ain't worried about points. He's going to try to win that race. But when he gets parked around 11th because of something happens or whatever, he is not going to wreck for 12th. He's going to score some points and get out of Talladega on to the next round. Suarez and Truex. Suarez. He didn't even have to look it up. I looked it up. Chastain and the Showman. The Showman and Chastain. Chastain. This is very evenly matched. Uh, I the it it leans towards Bowman on on the overall, but it it's pretty evenly matched. Bush and Bell. It's gonna say Bush. Yeah, Bush has been really good this year. It's Bush. How far is it, Bush? Um, it's not out of the error, eleven. It, how many? It, it, it's all green, but just by one on like every category. Okay, McDowell and Gibbs. This leans. This is a surprising. It leans towards Gibbs. And Busher and Blaney. Man, Busher's been good. One Daytona. Yeah, Although I'm going to tell you, the Brad K pushing Busher, that's over. Yeah. Brad K's ready to win. Yeah. So, so this one's interesting because, you know, Busher's finished top four in, all, in Daytona and Talladega this year, right? Worst finishes fourth. But it, the predictor are the head to head leans towards Blaney overall. Well, you're going to think this is crazy, but I'm a roulette player. And I'm going to tell you that if a guy's finished top four at the first three, that streak ain't continuing. Bush has got some bad luck coming just because welcome to Speedway Racing. I'm not even saying it's his fault. I'm just saying that's what happens every once in a while. Um, so I would lean Blaney just out of the numbers. Let's find some other ones because some other How books. About that, I'm uh, listening. Bubba and Reddick, the Toyota's there. Okay, Bubba and Reddick. Bubba, huge favorite. And it is Bubba. What's Reddick's history on super speedways? It's not great. He has he has five top tens in in twenty starts. 
Nine top tens? Five. Oh, five. Okay. We're going to get pretty close to the nugget of the, of the week. It comes it's about, about f- this point it's in the podcast. about 40 podcast. minutes in, isn't it? Yeah. What you got for us? No. Go keep ahead, going. No, Keep going. Oh, he's not, not It's not quite 40 minutes yet. It's not quite 40. Uh, Butcher, Logano, Kazem, Blaney, no interest, Hamlin, and Bubba. How about owner-driver, Hamlin, Bubba? That's an interesting one. Oh, it's it's Denny. Jones and Chastain. It's Jones. It's Chastain. Ooh, really? Ooh. Yeah. I just just all right. Let's get here. How do the how did Legacy all of a sudden they're not getting the information from Chevy? How do they all of a sudden start putting it together? So Cal Wells was hired as CEO. Um, I'm not. I don't, I don't. Okay, first let me start with your answer. I don't know for sure. I'm not in the walls. I'm not in the meetings. But I will tell you, if you go back and look at performance when they announced John Hunter in the car and hired Cal Wells as a CEO, that that team is better. So I don't know what changed internally, but it's real. Um, and and to be honest, I don't know. You know, it's being reported that Chevy's turned the thing off. Nobody at Chevy's told me that. Nobody at Legacy's told me that. So we've had some reporters decide that they believe that's accurate <laughs> until i hear that that comes from somebody at chevrolet or legacy i'm not willing to report it as fact um just because they probably have a contract I, I maybe, right I mean, well, don't they have a contract my point <laughs> do i thank you job thank you yeah you know that whole paperwork thing yeah <laughs> so i believe that they probably have agreed to say hey we're not going to include you on new development mm-hmm. things we're working on for next year because you know things are, are way out right but they're not going to all of a sudden just delete them off an email list. You don't get the same tire data. We've given you all your luck. Like that, that ain't happening because of the what? The contract. Right. What legal will tell you, Mrs. Legal, that it's not about the details till it's always about the details. And that's the point of the contract. Like You just can't say, listen, I know we pay you a bunch of money, and in paragraph three, you're owed this, but we just don't like you anymore, so we're not going to send it to you. Like That's just not how business works. Unpopular but truth. Some people don't believe it like that, Professor, but I'm not willing to make that statement. Should we get groups, manufacturer? What do we want to go to? How about teams? Because they're normally like even monies. So let's talk about this. HMS, four to one. JGR, four and a half. Penske, five to one. RFK, five and a half. Now I'm going to throw this crazy thing up here. I look at this as almost just how many damn cars they have in the race. I don't mean to be a smart ass when I say that, right? But SHR has four cars. I'm not saying they're all going to be great, but they have four. RFK has two. Penske has three. JGR and HMS have four. So you get 850 for Trackhouse's two cars, 14 to one for. Tra- I'm sorry, you have 850 for 2311's two cars, 14 to one for Trackhouse, 14 to one for RCR. What's Doherty's 25 to one, but you only get one car. How? What's What's Ricky's odds by himself? Just... I think they're tw- probably 25 to one. They got yeah, match, it's gotta right? be right. Yeah, they do. They match. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, like we've had seven different winners in the last, when you look at um, teams, in the last seven races at Talladega. So, like, there's no no consistency. I agree. How about these other props? I'm moving this along because we've got some Ryder Cup and some football to talk about. The stage and the race. Stage and the race, super inconsistent because it's going to be a photo finish at every stage, I think. Yeah. Race to go to overtime, I think, is an interesting one. What are the odds for all? What are the numbers of overtime there? It's got to be 70%. So here's why because cleanup takes so long. 
So if you have a wreck any time inside of like nine or ten to go, it's going to be overtime because it takes forever. So mm-hmm. I actually like the race to go to overtime. Huh? Eighteen of them. I like that bet. Race to go to overtime. Eighteen minus of how one thirty of what percentage? Eighteen of how many? Oh, uh, we've probably had overtime in fifteen years. Probably eighteen of thirty-two or something. Well, what was the first year of overtime? I don't know. I'm not that old. I bet it's been half of them have been in overtime. Yeah, I'd say half. I think the minus one thirty is a great odds. Yeah, I think overtime's real. Let's talk about some other. Both top three, no chance. Both top five, Byron and Bubba. That's an interesting one. It's gonna be really hard. That's both a good top one. ten. You like that Byron and Bubba? Both top five? Nope. And the next one. You like Kaz and Bush? Both top ten. Yep. Well, how about this? They're either both going to be top ten or they both aren't because they're going to be nose to tail. They work together so, so, so well. Um, and they really do. Like, Kez is a pushing. Kez, I think, is the best pusher in the series. Um, the only question you have is when he dumps Busher coming to the line for the win, does Busher fall all the way outside the top ten or not when he loses momentum? Top five, all three of them, no chance I'd take that bet. All top ten, no way. Where's that DNF? <laughs> That'd be the best bet. Oh, I tell you, all three don't finish now. That's a bet you could get around, right? Um, all right, I've seen enough. Anything else? Should we go right on to our What pick? about – I like I like DraftKings getting creative with what SHR is doing with the Taldega Knights throwback. Priest and Briscoe no. top 10 uh, plus 330 at DraftKings. So here's the thing. So one of them is in the Wonder Bread car. One is in the Old Spice car. They've done a great work on social media to go with it. To your point, Trav, I applaud DraftKings. You know, this is how we talk numbers and we're hardcore and all this stuff. But this is how fa- – like, like this is enough reason to bet, like if you think it's cool. Mm-hmm. So they have a bet that they both finish in the top 10 at plus 330, um, which I don't love. I need that at like plus 500 to probably be interesting. It's moved, it's moved to plus 400 now, so it might – Okay, plus 400. They had the Ricky Bobby thing. Yeah. The whole, I mean, they, they, it, was, it was pretty well done. It was well done. Oh, here we go. Number of Chevys in the top 10. Where did we end up on those bets last week? Chevy's in the top 10, over under four and a half. I'm taking the under. Four and a half was the number last week, too. I'm going to tell you, I'm taking under, under. I have some numbers. I'm taking under, under, under. You ready? What's that? I have numbers to back you up on it. Yes, sir. They've only been over once in the last five Talladega races. Chevy? Yes. Over four. There you go. Under. That's the bet on the board, minus 105. I like that. I mean, listen, under four and a half. So, that you, I mean, they have to – I mean, they, What about Fords? Wait, 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 wait. Am I reading this right that, that they're going to pay you – that they think that the favorite is having at least five in the top ten? Ain't no damn way. So give me the numbers again, Trav. I, I, or Professor, I don't want to blow through this one. one. Chevy? Only one time have they had more than four in the top ten in the last five Talladega races. That's a bad line, then, because it should be the other way, because I actually think Fords are the best I've ever been at the Speedways. Yep. The hammer bet of the week is under four and a half on Chevys at minus one. Minus one well, unfortunately, we have lost that uh, minus 105. It's minus 130 now. Oh, because they woke up. And found out the and odds. Well, whoever got on it, congratulations. At minus one thirty, it's still the bet. One out of ten. And then that's the hammer bet. And then Ford's been over in four of the last five. Yeah, but I'm not paying minus one forty. I'm taking the under there as well. So you're on. Toyotas are gonna. If, how about this? If Toyotas put, well, 
My favorite bet on the board is under for Chevy. The other ones, I think the juice makes it difficult. I think they have the odds and right in the other Don't look at one. the Toyotas. That is, uh, that is backwards. Actually, no, it's correct. Would you do this when Ohio State was playing Notre no, Dame? When did these? No, I thought fall? I was wrong, but no. We didn't ten, even talk about that no, one. No, hold on. Did you have ten guys? No, my Toyota field? number was correct. I, I thought I had the Toyota number wrong. It's correct. All right, all right. Let's get into our bets then, because that might be mine right there. Hammer bet of the week is over. Cancel under. that. Under four and a half on the Chevys in the top ten. What's the bet, Chop? Eric Jones. Jones to win. What's the bet? All right, Trav, you're up. Plus th- thirty to one. Ooh, that would be top rope. Give me Christopher Busher. The C Bell? No, Cree Busher. Okay, Busher, got it to win. Ross, minus six. What's your bet? Um, Keslowski over Logano. Oh, he's trying to do a little liberal. All right, I'm going to uh, listen. I'm going to do the Chevy bet. I'm just going to get a win. I'm going to get a win and slowly pull away from you guys over the next seven weeks. I'm taking under four and a halfs for the Chevrolets, the bow ties. Five bets to watch brought to you by our friends at DraftKings. We're going to start with the favorite. I think it's his week. We all think it's his week. Top of the predictor, top of the odds. Brad Kazlowski to win. He's the, I mean, he pushed his, his teammate slash employee, Christopher Busher, to the win. I think it's time that Brad Kazlowski pulls out and wins for himself. So we love that win. The second best. Uh, DraftKings bet to watch. Let's talk. I think Byron and Hamlin chop, right? Can you can you bet against Hamlin? Are you going with the numbers and taking Byron? No, I no, I'm not. No, no, you're sticking with DH. Yeah, I love it. I think it. Byron just hangs around. He, he wasn't in the race last week until the end, and then he was in, yeah. and then he won. Yeah. All right. All right. He's, what's the reverse of a lawn chair? He's, he's that. <laughs> he's that. He's a towel on the beach. <laughs> all right. Five bets to watch. Brought to you by DraftKings. Let's go all the way over to Group. B, Bubba, Elliot, Hamlin, Logano. Are you telling me you're taking Hamlin in that group? Nope. Your pick is? Chase Elliott. I think I have to go with that as well. The professor agrees. Group B, Chase Elliott. How about some top tens? We talked about it. Mr. Smiley, the kid's great. Carson Hosevar for a top ten at plus 160 because he's smiling and he's happy and legacy is so fast. And then the other one, we saved it to the end. It's Chop's favorite bet on the board. Eric Jones to win. Eric Jones to win for the chop is our fifth and final DraftKings five bets to watch. You good? Yep, thumbs up. All right, let's talk Ohio State and Notre Dame because Chop and I had this very rare unicorn where we both won on both sides. You won Ohio State. I did. Minus what? Two and a half. And I won Ohio State plus Three. Oh, I, sorry, I had Notre Dame plus three and a half. Chop. Right. If if Ryan Day is smart, Chop should have lost his bet too. Whoa, 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 whoa! We're gonna start talking about smart coaches. Oh, I don't know. Have eleven players on the field. But no, all, <laughs> yeah. you're really gonna take this. You're gonna pick on a coach. Hey, just give me a little hit on- there. The Ohio State. You want to pick on your guy for kicking an overtime? How about how about I'll take the other side of it. If you score a touchdown against eleven players, then we, then you could bitch about the. No, I'm, all I'm saying is, though, you're up two. You don't need to kick the yeah. extra point. No. And if you get blocked and they return it, that's two points. You don't kick Come the on, extra Abel. point. See how many times they block it. So what do you want me to do? Take a knee? Yes. And then squib kick, one slant pass, and they kick a 65-yarder to win. I don't agree with you. They, <laughs> they, they can't squib kick it and kick the field goal. There's only one second left. It was like... Well, there was a lock of the week last week on MTSU, too. I'm happy Chop yeah. won, but... Middle Tennessee State was not the lock of the week. 
Jeez. And for that reason, Chop went to work. Um, what are our picks this week? Oh, speaking of which, how about our other pool, though? Me and you were about equal. Chop beat us again, which is a little... It was what, 3-0, right? 3-0. and I know. It's not good. It's not good. I, I, I wish I could tell more, but it's just not good. You, you're pretty good at this. What's the marquee matchup of the week? I know that there is one. Georgia? Georgia's Georgia for a big minus 14 and a half against Auburn. I think that's a Georgia. Georgia's got to come out and play at some point, right? I'm buying it to 13 and a half for a, for a joke yeah. touchdown. The, the other one I think that they got to send a message. Yeah. Michigan's kind of been right. dancing around their schedule so Thank far. Thank you. This is the game I want to talk about. Because guess who went to Nebraska? <laughs> oh, boy. Go ahead, Professor. Who went? The Rick Allen. And let me tell you. Nebraska doesn't stay within 17.5 points at Michigan. If I can move the line to 21.5 and get plus money, I would. Nebraska gets their ass absolutely whipped by Michigan by 22 or more. I'm looking at my picks for our pool, and Michigan is the one that I already have marked down. Oh, highlighted key, circle it, 6.9. It might be one of my keyed games. I'm going to tell you, during qualifying – wait, hold on. Let me see what time this game is. Oh, yeah, yeah. During qualifying when Rick goes – and Eric Almirola sits on the pole. That's because he sees the score of the Nebraska game. He's going to be so sad, he won't even be able to da- – matter of fact, Professor, you better hide it. He won't get through qualifying because it won't be three minutes in and they'll be down 7 nothing. What time's that game? 3.30 Eastern. Well, right you're, uh, the marquee game is Notre Dame is uh, – with college game, they headed to Durham to play Duke. So I'm going to tell you, don't sleep on Duke. What's the line? Duke is a good it's team. It's minus, minus five and a half. I just think coming off that game, the only thing that scares me a little bit is that what Notre Dame that was a hard physical game that they played against Ohio State and having to come back, go on the road. That's why they rested their 11th player in the last two the plays. Last two. <laughs> Save him for Duke. Save him for Duke. What time's that game? 7.30. We're going to be at Perry's at the bar <laughs> cheering that one on. Whoop, whoop. Because that's, that's a Burton. You know, we got a, a Duke Burton and a Nebraska Rick Allen. So, Steve, your, uh, your Clemson uh, win total, Cash. that one was big last week for you. They can't get there, right? I have under 10 and a half. They have two losses. Yeah, they can't get there. My math says they can't get there. I how, need, about your, how about your Buffaloes? I got three wins. I only need he only one needs more. one more. They're not. They're. Uh, uh, that was my key pick last week, going against the Buffaloes. Oh yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. I love Dion. I love what he's doing, yep. but he got a little over his ski tips on this one. Like, yeah. I think he's building a great program, and I love picking on the small programs. But man, you don't want to start picking on like top fifteen programs. And that's what when did he is. when did he pick on? Now his players kind of chirped a little bit. Dion, I think going into the game, he knew. That they didn't have the the beef in the middle. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I think more came from his players than him. Dion, I don't. And he handled it. Dion well, has not misspoke that. one second this year. I don't think. I did love. Yeah. I love his answer when they were like, "What are you going to do now? What are you going to do now?" And he was basically like, "I'm gonna support these young men. You have to support them in losses." Like I agree with Chop. Yeah. Like I thought he he handled it well on the way out. Yep. But yeah, I think at 21 and a half. Oh, is... the other the bet of the week is this. Let me go ahead and tell you the bet of the week. I'm going to tell you the bet of the week. I'm going to pick up the line before I say it. Let me find it. It's happening in MetLife Stadium. It's the pick of the week. The Travis, Kelsey, Taylor Swift effect. The Chiefs are favored by nine and a half. It don't happen, boys. I'm taking the Jets with nine and a half points. 
You're the Chiefs might. You're win, taking the Jets. Taking the, the Jets that don't have a quarterback. Yeah, bet. I don't care. Bet. Yeah, bet. I'll take that bet. Bet. Wheel? Shall we call it a wheel? <laughs> <laughs> Write that down and. Bonus. All right. What's our bet, Steve? You can't run around with damn Taylor Swift all week long and still think you're gonna catch footballs on Sunday. What's boys. our What's the What's our bet gonna be? You name it. Uh, I'll do a six-pack bet with you. Love it. All right. We've drugged this along long enough. We got enough bets. We're going to get the pickleball game at the Pickleball Palace at the lake. We're going to have to see if action is detrimental and allow it to come in, and we need Jared. I know Jared is famous, but maybe we could get him off his co-hosting duties to we film it. I've, where is Jared? He used to show up for the golf guys. He used to, oh, no, no he's, he's too busy. He's too busy. He's reading reads now. He's like a like a real oh, yeah. guy. Oh, he's we'll get guy. the Dirty Mo cameras to come out. We'll film this whole thing so because I don't oh, I don't sure. want yeah, I don't want uniforms. you and Chop to like we'll have to make our own uniforms. Oh, we're gonna have to make our own uniforms because Dirty Mo Media is not gonna help. We'll talk I mean, to the Mrs. only person professor. that does swagger around here is the professor, which is really Becky. We'll call Becky and see if she can get our uniforms printed. Yeah. <laughs> I can't All right, wait. ladies and I'm gentlemen, uh, don't forget, uh, Dirty Mo Live is heading to Las Vegas, Westgate Casino. Go ahead and buy your tickets now. It's going to be a great time. We have Talladega, the High Banks. It's a magical Sunday. Ryder Cup in the morning on NBC. Talladega in the afternoon on NBC. And then Sunday night football from MetLife Stadium where the Jets and the points at least cover against well, the Kansas City what's Chiefs. What's the odds that the uh – the Swift shows up today. There, oh, I don't know. But the ticket prices. Are there's the reports roof. that she's going to be there, which is only going to be why Tra Travis Kelsey. I don't know what the touchdown prop is, but if it's like one, take it. If it's plus, if it's uh, minus I, a half, oh, yeah, yeah. hammer that. Hey, oh yeah, because I'm going to tell you. You know what makes everybody's life easier is a new girlfriend. That really simplifies things. You're going against the Swifties is a bold move for you, Steve. You're going to get. I some know. Hate. I didn't say that. Hey, I didn't say that. Oh, yeah. Nope. That wasn't me. That was the uh, professor. <laughs> all right, guys. Talladega, the high banks. Good luck, and may all your bets pay off. Check out Dirty Mo Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.